Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Off the Cup. Today I have Bishop. What's up? We got Dizzle, we got Buck, we got Jenny B. All right, all right. All right, so today. Debut Jenny. Yep. Uh, New start. So today's topic, losing my faith. Uh, Y'all may have seen this, but maybe not. Last week, worship leader Marty Sampson of Hillsong Church announced this post uh, that he was losing his Christian faith. Sampson, 40 years old, says he's not renouncing his faith, but said it's on incredibly shaky ground. Uh, He's an original member of Hillsong United. He's written or co-written many of their worship songs. We like Mm -hmm. Hillsong. And then, uh, around the same time, maybe before him, former pastor Joshua Harris, which is also an author, I think, Mm -hmm. uh, announced on Instagram that he was leaving Christianity. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the things that Samson commented on his IG, I'm so happy um, about the new and now, so at peace with the world right now. Uh, And Christianity, quote unquote, is not for me, and it just seems like another religion at this point. So then, in response to Samson, John Cooper, who was the lead singer for the Christian band Skillet, mm-hmm. posted on his Facebook that Christians must stop making worship leaders and thought leaders or influencers or cool people or relevant people the most influential people in Christian Christianal. He warned that the church has been shaped by modern praise songs more than the Bible and singers are too young, too ignorant of Scripture, too unaware, or too concerned about the parity of Scripture and the holiness of God we are singing to. So, to uh, Lebanon's credit, I think, we have discussed this many, many times, that the songs that we choose to do are scripturally based. Mm -hmm. And I've even had this conversation recently with someone uh, who is here now at Lebanon, who has visited around and their comments were either the preacher was really good and the music stunk or the music was really really good and the preacher stunk Hmm. but you know and i'm not tooting our own horn but i think we've got a great uh team here that complements one another yeah uh we've got one and all of us who preach the word we don't skirt around issues i think we tell it like it is in a in a loving way, in a graceful way, in a merciful way, um, and then I think also our worship leading into uh, our Bible time just prepares our heart to continue Agreed. worship. Okay. So, but I, I agree with um, John, the lead singer of Skillet, that you know we're in this uh, mega church society where you know some of these more uh, popular worship uh, bands are touring now and doing things and there's nothing wrong with that um, but it's almost as if some of them have overtaken uh, the church to the sense to where you don't hear much about the word and it's all about the worship um, and I'm not knocking Hillsong I, you know you can't say that the whole bunch is bad because of one bad right, apple right. so to speak yeah. uh, and it sounds like Marty's trying to work his own salvation out really but um, so I don't want to throw them under the bus, but I, I think we are in a time to where, you know, the Bible even said that there'll become a day where people have itchy ears. They don't really want to hear the word anymore. In fact, we've discussed this before. 
that you know unfortunately it seems as if people are coming to church now to be entertained uh, and not worship mm-hmm. that's that's the burden of my heart I don't mm-hmm. want you to come here to be entertained right. I want you to feel like you had an encounter with God when you leave this place yeah. or any other place so I'm just uh, curious of your thoughts Bishop it's a difficult thing um, I, Derek and I talked a little bit about this last week when, when I saw it you know kind of coming out because uh, I know we've talked about Josh Harris in the past and yep. I saw the initial uh, I got a news report from the Hillsong about the Hillsong guy and it led yep. me to Josh Harris like, what, what in the world's yeah. going on like right. I don't get it but I told him my first thought it went back to Demas you don't hear a lot about Demas in the scripture. Uh, he's only mentioned that I can find two times. One time he's being he's being I say praised. He's you know uh, given a, a pat on the back for doing a good job and traveling with Paul missionary journeys. But the next time you hear about Demas, uh, he gone. He gone. Um, Paul said he fell in love with the things of this world, and and that was it. You don't hear nothing else about him. Um, and, and but my thought is well, well what was it was there what was it for Josh Harris that said ah, you know maybe this isn't right I mean you're talking about a best selling author you're talking and then he then he I'm saying he wrote a book about the book he wrote like saying well maybe these things weren't right so we're going but and it was almost like this process of, of falling away but well, we do questioning the scriptures and saying there's errancy there yeah and, and you can't do contradictions but and, i totally agree look i'm i'm a young guy growing up well, us young guys we think we know it all um <laughs> especially honestly when you come out of a, a, a bible college setting or a seminary setting you think you know everything yeah. um but then you get into ministry and real world stuff kind of sets in and problems and honestly if you're not ready for it it'll put you on your butt quick yeah. uh, and so we are to an extent and the irony that you know because Skillets this, this guy from Skillet, he's taking a lot of flack over the years for some of their music and stuff and how can that be considered Christian right. well it sounds like he's kind of the most Christ like there is in the whole bunch yeah. right right <laughs> but um, the irony there but but I think he's right We there's almost all this pressure put on these young guys to set a tone to bring in the next generation that they are they put on a pedestal in such a way guys we're we're no different you know no one preacher or worship leader band whatever should ever be put on a pedestal no I mean obviously just pointing you to the one that you should worship right right right. and and the problem with putting putting us on pedestals is that we're we're gonna fall off we're gonna get knocked off we're gonna fall off at some point and there's gonna be something that happens that's not going to convey well um, and, and then I think because of that fame and that fortune that comes with it, yeah. then you begin to hear from people that may not normally be in your circle. Um, and then some doubt comes in. Well, you know what? You know, so-and-so said this. Maybe maybe they're right. And you begin to doubt, which then plants that seed for the enemy to kind of come in and, and mess some things up. Yeah. Um, and we are at a very transitional place in worship movement in America and in our time, yeah. um, we have become very heavy. And nobody, I mean, you know my heart. I love music is where me and Jesus spend a lot of, a lot of time yeah, at. Too, yeah. um, but we're at a place that music has taken a precedent over the word. Mm-hmm. Spurgeon said, whatever you use to bring them, you're going to have to use it to keep them. And if it's not up to date and flashy, 
what's happening. We haven't laid a good foundation. Right. Well, and, and I got my information and reading from FragileFaithWorld.org. Um, I may have said that wrong, but just to give them credit for sure. you know, uh, writing on it. But, you know, it is a concern that I know there's a process. Once you get saved, you're a babe in Christ. And then Paul said that you should, you know, go from the milk of the word to the meat of the word. But it seems like there's a lot of people stuck in that milky part of the word. Mm-hmm. So I would agree that with him again that you know there are a lot of people that are just ignorant of the things of scripture and we we do need to do a better job me included of knowing those things and you know because you i remember you mentioned this five years ago we want to do songs that are scripturally based which that was my heart anyway yeah but not just do a song because it's catchy or the beat's good or Mm -hmm. you know the world's music today that's all it is is a beat and it's catchy Mm -hmm. if you really listen to the lyrics you're like whoa i didn't know they were saying that right you know but um so deals with what you think so i know i can probably speak for all of us in this that we can't judge someone we haven't had a real conversation with um and so i start there but i know we have a lot of questions like you just said, you know, like what my, my first question to, to the guy from Hillsong is what was the point of coming out and saying it if you weren't even sure about where you're at, right? Where you're the at. Influence he has. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they've got like their songs, I think Spotify streams 3.5 to 4 million of them, you know. Yeah, what's the heart in that, though? Right. Like at least Josh Harris is like, this is where I'm at. This is where I stand. Yeah. And the other one just kind of like, so I'm just curious just to know, like, why, why come out with a statement if you don't really have a true statement necessarily, right. you know? Um, but number two, I, I struggle with the way we use the term lose your faith. Hmm. So I don't think you lose it. You know, like, you lose your keys, you lose your phone. I agree. Um, but you choose whether right. you have yeah. faith or so not, you know? I feel out of love with Jesus. Yeah, yeah. you never yeah. were in love probably, but that's another thing. But So I, I struggle with that a little bit. And I, it goes back to what you were talking about, trendy stuff. I think sometimes these guys get so popular and so trendy that they let these others influence. And, you know, the, the interesting thing about Josh Harris, like you said, he wrote a book on a book. Yeah. The book was I Stopped or I Kissed Dead and Goodbye. Yeah. yeah. And he got a bunch of flack because people did it. And then later in life, they were like, this hurt me or this or some said, yeah, this was great. And some said this didn't work. And ultimately, it was kind of like. He had to renege on like basically what what he wrote the first time, right. and then I think that I I wonder if that was some of the root. He just Maybe. he got so many different walks of life and people questioning stuff that he started questioning it because yeah. he wasn't rooted like he should have been. So right, I don't know. Just some questions, thoughts. I guess well, I, I think in business with Josh Harris, his marriage is kind of falling apart too, and I yeah. don't know how much what all happened in that to kind of right where where he landed too. Yeah. Well, when I get that, because I mean, in counseling, I've had people ask, and it's a legitimate question. It's like, listen, I'm doing everything I can possibly do to press into God and right. strengthen my relationship, and my marriage is falling apart. Why would He let that happen? Right. And my response right. is, well, your spouse has free will. Yes. God's not going to make them do right. anything. Right. It's on their own. Yeah. Now, He wants it to work out, but He's not going to force your spouse to be something they're not right nope. you know so that's what it boils down to we, we yep. put it on god and i get it but let's think through it now right we do have free will yep. you know just as he's chosen to 
question or whatever, you know, God's not like mad at and upset at him. Right. But he can choose to walk away too, which is dangerous. But yep. Um, so I think ultimately, losing your faith is more about you just not trying. Maybe it's hard. Do something else. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Letting other influences come in in a lot of ways. But what you got? Hmm. I think it was Adrian Rogers that made a comment. Um, a faith that fizzles in the end was probably faulty at first. Nice. So that's a way back there. I might be back in old high school days there. So, um, so if it fizzles at the end or close to the end, you know, yeah. was it faulty at first? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know Marty or or um, this other cat, John, Cooper. John at all, but. I think about Noah. Very well known skillet. Yeah. I mean, the other guy that Josh, the, the oh, Josh oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other two. No skillet. I've heard of that. Because River was like, when we go? Because River was like, when we go get skillet to play at the Lebanon? So I, I mean, I don't even know who skillet is really. Something we cooked Yeah, but no. If it's if it's, if it's faulty at the end, mm-hmm. I mean, if it fizzles at the end, was it faulty at first? Was is first thing that comes to my mind? And then listening mm-hmm. to y'all talk, another thing that come to my mind. I was thinking about Noah. And sometimes your faith will make you look really stupid until it starts to rain. Hmm. You, you've heard that. Yeah. And with Noah, I mean, he looked really dumb because he had faith in, in believing that God told him to build the ark and specifically how to build the ark and who was going to go on the ark and who wasn't going to go on the ark. We all know that story, but he probably looked real stupid for a long period of time. Oh, yeah. On a side note, did he take fleas and flies on the He goes to hell. Skeeters. I think maybe they like hitched a ride on the other animals. Okay, let's get back on track. Sorry. But if he, if if <laughs> Noah's faith made him look really stupid, mm-hmm. sometimes you wonder if the faith of you know these people did it make them look stupid in the realm that they were hanging out in, yeah. and did it did it yeah. fizzle because. Yeah. You know, I understand listening to Derek talk about the guy with the book. I mean, if he wrote a book, then had to write a book about the book that he wrote before that was wrong. I mean, it sounds like that's... I don't know. That's fizzling all over the place to me. Change of storyline. If you wrote a book and I read it, and then you got to write a book saying that that book you wrote was wrong, I'm not reading the second book. Yeah, so... No. I'm just going to leave it with that. If it fizzles at the end, then it was faulty at the first. Well... With him talking, I remember. I don't remember half of what I say on a Sunday, but if God gives me something, He gives me something. Amen. But I do remember saying yesterday that I promised him that I I would be. You did. You know. Yeah. And that was a serious promise. That's right. I don't have any intention. You know, I don't. The world's not going to offer me anything that's any better than Him. Right. And I've got eternity in mind. It's not. If this world is. What I'm living for, and it's all wrapped up in this. Man, where's your hope at? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, things can be great. I'm not complaining about my life, but come on, yeah, uh, it's it's passing away quickly. Yeah. Well, I want to go back and hit on something he said real quick too about this whole title to losing your faith. We as real Baptists get oh, blamed a lot. On this, you yeah. know, oh y'all believe you can lose your faith? Well, let let's set the record straight. We've never. That's never been in the treaties or anything else. Yeah. It's, you can make you a. You can sin one time and it's taken away. Right, it's right. We believe that you are away. eternally secure in Christ as long as you are eternally secure in Christ. Right. And you have you have the choice though that just like in in accepting the faith right. and following the faith that you can stop doing that as well. That's that choice that you can make. So right. let me just make that because that way if we get some you know flat coming from FWB yep. people or whatever, we don't believe you can lose <laughs> your faith. Yep. Um, 
we believe you can walk away from it. Right. And I think that's what we're seeing here is that these guys, for whatever reason, have chosen. You know what? And, and I will say, you hit on something too. Yeah. Some of the some of the groups they're running around with, mm-hmm. and they're trying to be accepted into. I think have have a big problem with our faith. Um, and you can go read the articles and find out who those who those groups are. But but I I see at least in Josh's case where there was a big praise from a certain group because he said he was you know walking away oh, from yeah. from this mentality, yeah, were, this mindset, and this this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so. Uh, your crowd really does determine if you're not careful where how strong or how weak your faith is going to be as you make that choice to follow or not yeah. to follow. Right. Whose who's praise do you value, basically? Right, right. God or the world? Right. And like with Noah, we talked about, I mean, God chose Noah to build the ark and nobody else had the opportunity mm-hmm. other than his immediate family to, to be there. But think about that. Nobody had the opportunity other than, than him. And then his faith was tried for however years. long. I mean, they all thought he was an idiot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they didn't think he was an idiot when it started to rain. So, um, and it took a long time to start raining. Sure. Yeah. So, as we wrap it up, I guess my thoughts and heart is, you know, maybe Marty would reach out to someone who's a little more grounded that could walk him and talk him through yeah. the process. Yeah. You know, because it is sad. Yeah. To see someone. And we all struggle at times, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. And we got to reach out and say, hey, I need some help. Throw me a lifeline here. I mean, we all get frustrated with ministry and things and all, and at some point think, man, I just want to quit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we don't quit. Yeah. We just keep going. Mm-hmm. But um, So I would say if you're uh, watching this or listening to this today and you are struggling with your faith, please reach out to yes. us. Yes. We'd love to talk with you and encourage you and uh, take Scripture and walk you through it. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, get you back on track because we all get on a dirt road. True that. You know, we got to be pulled back. But um, so that's our heart. Want to discuss it with you. Hope you enjoy it. We'll see you back here uh, next time. Same time, different topic. Mm-hmm.